Hello and welcome to Eddie Dre Banter. It's the podcast about rugby. I'm your host Adam. Yay. Yes, Ren. Um, and uh, today I'm joined by a different crew from last week. We had two man pod today. It's a three man pod with Ben. How are you, Ben? I've heard you had some tough times on the golf course and your phone shattered. Yeah, my phone. But that was before I got on the golf course. I was running because I was late for my tea time, and they just they just mopped the floor. So I slipped. Oh. I fell on my ass. I knocked my head on a chair. I broke my phone. I ran to the first tee. I hit two balls out of bounds. It wasn't a wasn't a great start. But so- yeah, my second my second ball it turns out actually wasn't out of bounds. My first ball, sorry. But then I was on the first tee and I basically had to play up the tenth tee, and then like cut in. But yeah, I started with a double bogey, which isn't great. Uh, my, my, my condolences but uh, otherwise the family well though we have we have a chat at you live yeah of yeah we're all good sorry i apologize to you know the, the one audience member for my for my absences over the last two weeks my my family was visiting me so in all fairness i was pretty drunk most yeah. of the time so. uh well they wouldn't have read it they would have probably upped the <laughs> the, uh... yeah, would have, would have upped the quality i was like there's a fight uh, I was drunk. Okay, well, that, that, would, that would have helped. Uh, Phil, we haven't had John for a while. Thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, helping us out. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Adam. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been here. Always happy to join. No, it's very much appreciated. Unlike Anne's, Anne said no. <laughs> what can I say? I know. Dedication. At least you helped us out. So, uh, lots, lots happening. Alex, unfortunately, um, it might be a family thing. He also has dinners on Mondays. And then Matt had a work thing. So they were unable to make it. And Andrew invited him once, wasn't keen when they would come back. So, uh, <laughs> yes. You tried to invite him, he said no. No, no, I've, I've been waiting for so the chance. Been waiting for Andrew's, Andrew bitched, was bitching for like three weeks solid about us never inviting him on, and he gave him a chance, and he will, he wasn't willing to drop whatever he was doing. I think that's he why, was... That's why he just, was so pissed, I think. Yeah, I was uh, like, all this bitching, <laughs> give him a chance, still say no. I, I think he might have been in like... No, just, just, could it, just, could, just could it be fucked, Andrew? It's all in order. No, well, we'll if give you, him a if chance. you need a bird expert, you'll have to find the next guy. Huh? And penguinologist. My 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 my, my, aunt's, my aunt's pretty good on birds. We had to go on like a little bird tour in Mauritius to see a pink pigeon and a, a Mauritian fogey. Oh. So she was pumped about this, and I was just like, just birds. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew's hosting. Then we, we like wandered, you know, into the forest to find the fucking pink pigeon. Then once we were finished, we had like gift shop thing. And outside the window, there was just a pink pigeon. I was like, well, that was a fucking waste. We could have just sat in the gift shop, seen the pink pigeon, and gone out. <laughs> it's all about the experience, man. Yes, yeah. It's, not, it's about the journey is it, taken. Though, is it? Like, I don't know. Like, it, burning doesn't seem to be about the experience to me. It seems to be about crossing shit off your little book. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There, isn't, there doesn't seem to be a lot of looking up and appreciating, like, where you are and stuff. It just seems to be, like... You know, gotta see this bird. Gotta what? catch them all, yeah. Modern mm. day Pokemon. Well, I mean, my wife and I, before Rain came along, uh, who everybody heard the story there, but so we went to Addo, Edifin Park, Eastern Cape. If you're a foreign visitor, go check it out. It's very nice. They gave you like a book. Don't, don't go to the Eastern Cape if you're foreign. <laughs> it's nice. Of course, you're not foreign. There's just no one go to the Eastern Cape. Just don't go. Um, but they gave you this booklet, and they and it had a points tally for everything that you found in the park, including birds, which is quite cool. How gamma gamified the whole experience uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. And I saw Andrew actually doing one of the bird tours at the the country club nearby me. We drove past, and you saw him putting his. You know when they put their um, their hand blocking the sun and looking for birds. He looked very professional. But I know he he was moaning about it being at six a.m. And I thought, isn't that when twitches always wake up? Well, Heidi does, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Oh, do you get hard jobs in the, ca- in the cape? Ah, uh, not really. Oh, fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never, never mind. Enough about Heidi does. Um, also, enough about... We're going to go into the news. World Rugby. They have released their nominees for World Player of the Year. I, I mean, I haven't. I need to read their nominations with a little bit more uh, credit because I think we're, we're all assuming that they've taken the last two years into account. Um, one can only... That, that, that means... No, but that means the Karevi nomination makes even less... No, and they even yeah. credited him, saying, oh, he's done well coming back to uh, 
I don't know. I, I felt that they were really poor. So just just a quick run through of some of the nominations. Um, let's see if I can find it. So for player of the year, you got Anton Dupont. He was excellent last year. He's been okay this year. Michael Hooper, I mean, we all highly rate him. Um, outstanding player. But again, Simon Karevi, so he played five tests this year. And then Mario Tojo. The problem with this, it's by public vote. So Tojo's going to win, um, probably. There so. was something like, apparently there's like a little asterisk with a, a claim that said that the judges will still have the final say or something. So it uh, seems like this whole fan vote thing is probably not... So it's not just, bad, real. So it's, so it's just like idols, um, in a way. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's so some of the, the nominations for. I'm just trying to think. Those South Africans are nominated for Player of the Year. No Kiwis were nominated for Player uh, of the Year. I, I think I think those South Africans is fair enough. Like I, I yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. No, like like I, I thought Khaleesi's been playing really well, but I feel Hooper's been playing better. So like. Why are you like? There's no point in having Khaleesi there because who has been playing. But if you know what I mean, like, mm. I would have, I, sort of... I would have had um for sure, but I, I think yeah. Yeah, but Am wasn't so hot. Like, like Am was good during the Lions tour, and then he kind of fell off it for like almost the whole rugby championship. I mean, he did have that backwards pass during the rugby championship. It doesn't that count for something? Or pass or backwards? Um, but yeah, he did. <laughs> um, that's what I mean. Um, yeah, no, no, no you're, you're right. Maybe I. Uh, yeah, for sure. But say, say, someone like, like, yeah. Yeah, say someone like Quaker, I think he's been playing really well. But the thing is, Quaker, Quaker's very, very best is a world player of the year. And he's he's actually relatively similar to Hooper, I think, but Hooper's still better because they're like all those all energy sort of loose yeah, forwards. So we're gonna run all day. Yeah. Cover like 15 kilometers a game. Mm. I'm trying to think who else. I, I suggested Finn Russell on the the group, but people weren't happy with that. No. Oh, yeah. um, in, in I, I think Finn Russell's been pretty good. Oh, but, I mean, but, I don't I, I don't know what more Will Jordan could have done. Like, sure, he played some yes. shit teams, but in every single game he's played, he's like. Had at least a yeah. moment of magic. Yeah, and, yeah, well, that's what I was going to. I was, was going to say, Will, Will Jordan to me is a, an obvious one. Uh, do you know what I, I'm? I'm worried about. Do you know how, how crickets become just like India, Australia, um, England. Yes. I like, and it's just like one big. They just all fucking jerking each other off the entire time. Like, I'm just worried if if this is like something like that. Because, come on, Itoje, like, what? What's he done? It is it is a strange one, because, like Adam was saying, it feels like last year was his year, and he missed out. Obviously, England lost, and Peter Steff won. Yes. So, in, in a weird way, it seems like they're almost trying to make up for him not getting it last year, because I don't think he was as good this year. I think in the Lions series, a lot of people still thought he was good, but he still got outplayed mostly by most yeah, of the Springbok pack. Peter Steff mastered mm. yeah. best. And he, I, don't, he, he, I think even in the Six Nations, he wasn't like he, he didn't make his impact felt as much as he would have England hoped. Were, England were poor in the Six Nations. Where did they, they come from? They yeah, were second, second last, they, I think. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it? yeah second last. Like, or fifth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little bit better. Uh, yeah, sorry, I yeah, shouldn't. But, I shouldn't be giving them. You know, if you have uh, ostensibly the best player in the world, you know the only team you manage to get a one-up on is Italy. Yeah. But but yeah, it it does it does reek a bit of I wouldn't say bias, but well, coach of the year, Dave Rennie, Simon Middleton is he the women's coach for England? By the way, I'm taking a bit of a guess. I don't I don't think so. And then Ian Foster. Why the fuck are we nominating Ian Foster? First of all, it's it's like fuck. I I think. Are the All Blacks playing France this weekend? Yeah. Yes. It was Saturday if night. the All Blacks lose to France, he, he might lose his job. I uh, just, no, he's not played uh, for the year. Like, that would I mean, be fucking... Even Trivia, I am got nominated for Trivia, but that was not a test match. Japan are defeating. It's British Irish Lions. That's some other than news. That, that but it, was, it also wasn't like the most amazing try. No, it like, was. A Colby step was... It's, yeah. No, I think, I think these <laughs> awards have been terrible. Like, uh, you mentioned Will Georgian, George Georgia. 
He was nominated for sorry, is it Breakthrough Player of the Year? Yeah, I, I would like I would like Will Jordan scored about six tries better than that um try. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, uh, even as one on the weekend, yeah. And even some yeah, of the other one players. Yeah, the weekend was better than Ups try. That wasn't like even a top five Will Jordan. Try. And and Marcus <laughs> Smith, he only started a second test for England now. Louis Louis Rezamit, okay, I think he's a bit a bit of a whingy whingy Warren, but he's a good player. I won't say that. And then and then and then uh, Andrew Kellaway. So these aren't so bad. But I mean, Will Jordan's now not a breakthrough player. He's a mega threat. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's, yeah, it's the weird Will one Jordan, where both him and because him and Ruth Samet both made their debuts last year. So it's that weird thing is like because they didn't have awards last year, they're just counting them for this year. So it doesn't quite feel right because, like you say, he's already established now. I mean, hmm. didn't make his debut recently, but I mean, I think he's probably going to win that one. And I'm also trying to find the, the try of the year nominees. I, we've had our try of the year nominee this weekend with Fiji and Wales. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, yeah, holy shit, that, that was great. Again, I think that that's what I think technically that would be eligible for next year. Mm, these awards are weird. They always do this. So obviously, like, yeah. obviously, recency bias. Mm. You know, like, I don't understand why they just don't do them like mid-December. Yeah, so after after these matches are done. Stuff. Yeah, and even the panel. I mean, the panel's got recent internationals, but I'm just wait. Who's tries this? Is this in the France? T- okay, well look, the I'm just watching just some of the nominees for the France Australia game. It's the France test by. Uh, oh, sorry, I don't know who scored it. It's a French third team. Pardon me, but that's worthwhile. That yeah, that's a great try. It's probably stands a good chance of winning. But I don't know. I think these these awards reek of the innovations brought by Bill Beaumont, the visionary that is Bill Beaumont. To, to World Rugby. I mean, Steve Hansen be nominated for Coach of the Year. Sorry, I meant Ian Foster. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. But look, they're just awards. Um, they don't... Mean anything. No, exactly. Um, see, they got tries from the Rugby Championship here. I'm just looking at Luke Jacobson's try. Oh, that's because of Bowden's... Yeah, that uh, was a good try. That was a good try. I mean, that was Bowden very much at his best. Oh, that was great. I mean, Oak slipping off tackles, but... Anyway, uh, they've been slated on Twitter... But um, Twitter is not representative of true rugby public opinion. But yeah, there's some very strange calls here. Uh, someone talked about the South African front row, like Pukas, etc. I think you could nominate them as they only play 40 minutes. <laughs> so it is, it is a tough one, even you know. But something, someone, I think you and Post on the group for no no prop has ever been nominated for World Player. Yeah, not even ridiculous. nominated. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like the FIFA awards. And then, like, I think something like 18 fly-offs have been nominated. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they're... they're I, like, like, I, I, I honestly, I can't think of 18 great fly Barrett, Wilkinson, Carter. But that's about it, right? Like, it shouldn't be every year whoever's playing fly-off. Yeah, like, like, like they should... Uh, maybe Farrell had a good year once. I think Sexton won a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sexton. Yeah, Sexton in Ireland mm. was so good. But, I mean, that's... Oh, well, I guess, look, we can move on. I mean, so we can talk talk about this for a while. But anyway, they're just awards. They don't really matter. Sexton, he is injured. Uh, apart from when Peter Steph won it, then it was No, of course. Well, I mean, shit. Then it really counted. But Johnny Sexton, unfortunately, he's out for six weeks after the Irish. That's my fantasy rugby yeah, yeah, that's coming back. I, I, think I, I, think your, I think your brother traded it to me for. Oh, knew this was happening. Yeah, Boston. he he had inside knowledge. Okay, well, yeah. I'm just trying to see who who the five Linster fly halves are. I've owned one of them, so I might go back in. Carty. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I gave you Carty. A terrible trade. No, no. He's Carty actually been. Linster. No, Carty's at uh, uh, Connacht. He's been he's been solid for you. So for, is it the, don't you even know your team? The, <laughs> yeah, Adam, honestly. <laughs> anyway. well, like, and, yeah. and, and now, now I'm seeing the, the new, the super rugby, whatever it's called, Pacific, and I'm like, oof, get involved with some fantasy there. But I was like, fuck, I like neglect my, my other team as it is. Like, if I can just take two <laughs> fantasy leagues, I'll just Yeah, the, re- the research alone. The, limits. the, the research alone will uh, crush you. But uh, speaking oh, of no, crush. But, but like, like, this other fantasy, like the fantasy rugby Pacific, I could play without researching it. Yes, apart from the Fiji like players. Just, 
That that's where the upside oh, comes in. Pick those oaks. Yeah. You have no idea uh, how they're gonna do. Uh, but yeah, Trigger Farrell, uh, he is off. I'm just trying to find out what injury it was. He is 36. So we kind of forget about that. Uh, I also Sext- find Sexton, you mean? Yes, pardon me. Sorry. Who, who's I talking about, Farrell? Yeah. Uh, well, well, Farrell's injured too. I mean, I know you have that news for us, Phil. Um, but yeah, you kind of forget Johnny Sexton. He's 36. It's interesting how some some specific positions are playing later and later. Almost like quarterbacks in the NFL. They play into again. I'm not Tom Brady esque 41, but they play into the late 30s. Fly halves, okay, I, I, from a sample size of two, you got Mornay Stain, <laughs> Mornay Stain and Johnny Sexton, but it is interesting that sometimes they're playing a bit later. So he will miss next week's match against Argentina. Uh, Joey Carberry is expected to start the game, so he is out. Uh, we'll, go, we'll get into the actual games. There's a lot of Arabia to talk about, but uh, congrats to Elton oh, Yankees. What was hmm? Sexton's injury? Oh, um, sorry, I, I've, I've closed the tab. <laughs> Wait, let me find no, no, out. Yep. You saw that when he went off. Because basically he went off and Carberry came on. But but then it was an island penalty. So they wanted Carberry to kick it. But then the ref said no. He could only go... Ah. He could only... He, Carberry could only kick if it was HIA. It can't... Because, you know, you can't make a sub to take a kick if you know what I mean. Oh, I really? Oh, it's, I uh, he twisted a knee and ankle. Yeah. But he, he was yeah, getting so, targeted so, that but, whole game. Yeah. yeah, but but then they said they said, oh no, it's um, it was HIA, so Carberry got to take the kick, so it was actually bullshit. Sounds like it. So reverse the result, New Zealand win. <laughs> no, no, but no, because what I'm saying is, say you have like a 60 meter penalty, then you you bring on France Day just for yeah. that, but you can't do that. You see, like like it's pretty logical, really. No, okay. no, no, I agree. But that, what I have, that's what the Irish people said in their statement. Twisted knee and ankle. And concussion. And concussion, <laughs> yeah. We, could, we can roll into a concussion. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, Elton. Uh, he is now the fifth all-time leading Springbok point scorer. He surpassed Nas Boeta. And he has, let's see how many points here. He is fifth. 323 points in 43 appearances. For South Africa. Uh, next above him, and uh, he'll get. Alter's only got 43 caps. A lot of bench, I guess. A lot, a lot of bench. Lot caps. Of bench. Lot Do you think of he'll bench. get to 50? No, no, no. I'll yes. take only. If someone asks me how many caps he had, I'll take close on 70. Yeah, it, it, he's been around forever. Um, actually, how old is he, Phil? Take a guess. How old is Alton Yankees? I would say 29. I was going to say 31. I don't know. Alton, Alton John. Tammy Google. <laughs> Uh, he's a bit older. Yeah. I reckon he's 68. 31. <laughs> oh, you nailed it. Yes. Oh, 31. How old Alton John now? That's all Ooh. I would What did you say? 68? Uh, Elton John, 68. Uh, I would say, I have no idea, 72. It's Elton oh, John. I don't know. He's older. Isn't he he old? is... Okay, he was born in 47. Come on, Google. He's 74. 1947? Oh, God, he's 74. Yeah, he's pretty old. <laughs> he's old, bro. Jeez. Uh, like money don't crack, eh? Like he doesn't. <laughs> money don't crack. Himself, yeah. Uh, so Yankees, he's. Do you, do you know why? Because he's got he's got no kids and no woman in his life, so he's got no stress. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though, Phil. Yeah. That's very true. true. Especially the kids part. Kids bankrupt you. <laughs> Are you, uh, are you telling me, like I'm, I'm telling you, kids. Are you saying I shouldn't have kids? No. If you want to, if you want to go on that sweet ass foreign holiday, don't have children <laughs> <laughs> until they're like older. If you want to go to the World Cup in France, don't have children. Yeah, don't have kids. Yeah. I, I uh, guess. Yeah. So next in his sights is Brian Abana. He's on 335 points. So I mean, Elton should pass him. And the list is topped by Percy Montgomery, 893, uh, with Morning Stay 742. Add. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. And uh, Hundred Pollard or five hundred. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, on five hundred eighty-six points, so he'll move into fourth, but then he is a long way away um, from Pollard. Pollard will probably Pollard will probably take Stain. I don't know with his kicking record of late. He's just <laughs> he's been poor uh, by international standards. Like kicking we just we just have no one coming up though, like no one to threaten his spot. Yeah, but but. But, but Pollard only has BMT. We've discussed this. So, like, like these games aren't important enough for Pollard. Yeah, but after like, you win a you, World Cup, like... 
you only have one big game every four years now. Exactly. But you exactly. know he'll perform. <laughs> How old is Andre Pollard? Oh, God. 26. Yeah. Sure. No, he's my brother. Then. He's 27. No, he's... Yes, yeah, 27. Yeah, and he's played... Take you guys how many tests for South Africa. Oh, isn't he born on... Uh, didn't he just get 50? Uh, yeah, like no. Uh, close to it. He's played 57 for South Africa. Yeah. I feel like he just got 50. Yeah. So. Oh, no, but not 50 this season. Hmm. I'm just trying to think, did he play... They played two years? Yes, no, he played, he's played in two World Cups, he'll be playing in his third. So he, he can... Park can... Uh, he can play in four World Cups by the time he turns... So he'll play 20, when he's 29, he'll play in the next year, 33. And then four years, you'll play in four. So if he's doing a sexton, I'm on a he can go forever. Yeah, yeah he's really got, got the, the ring. One could talk about it. So, uh, I guess, look, tons of rugby to, to chat about. Uh, we'll deal with South Africa versus Scotland last, but... but just, just, oh, are we going to talk about the, the oh. untesting? The Japanese game? Oh, uh, yes. No, thanks. Um, thanks, Ben. Yes, the, the British and Irish Lions committee, dickheads, whatever you want to call them, organization, they've ruled. Ward Rugby said it was a test match. Um, the warm-up test against Japan. The British and Irish Lions, I don't know why they have this authority, by the way. I guess it's, <laughs> I guess both parties have to recognize it. I'm not quite sure how the system works. They've said it's not a test match, which is absolute bullshit. Like, come on. How could it not be a test match? It just uh, makes no sense to me. No, I, I don't understand it. Um, I guess it's a, it was, yeah. I'm just it, but it's, what, what it's stupid. The, but to say say like now, South Africa playing England, hmm. could we just declare it's not a test match? I don't know. That the I I, I actually have no idea. Um, but I imagine there must be some form of dual sanction or input from the from the unions. Is, I don't know. It, that, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm out of out of options. Does does it affect people like like say like Elwyn Jones? Now did he actually not break Richie McCaw's record that week? He broke it the next week. Or I, I think he was injured for that game anyway. But yeah, theoretically it would do something but like that. Did he get injured in that game? Oh, you could be right actually. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. No, it has repercussions. Um. Oh, I, Imagine that, and when Joe's got injured, like, ruined this whole tour, and it wasn't even a test match. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, maybe, I don't know about the Japan game, maybe there were some players there who started the game for the British and Irish Lions who didn't play get on the field in South Africa, or didn't start a test in South Africa, etc., etc. Uh, but South Africa, you know, not being the world number one ranked team, uh, just to put that out there, uh, oh, it's, just, it's just backward. It's just absolutely backward. And in the last... Just, yeah, again, just like the lack of consistency, just... Makes no, no sense. So if they, if it'd been so, even Argentina, someone, it would have been a test match. Someone was saying no, it's because of Farrell. They didn't want his hundredth and Itoje's fiftieth to be on the same game. But then I was like, no, Farrell wasn't actually playing that game. So. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess actually speaking of Farrell, own Farrell, he is injured. I don't know what the injury is, Phil, and also Jamie George. They're both out for the South Africa test. Correct. Yeah. They both uh, got injured. I'm not sure what the injuries are, but they both got injured on Saturday and have been confirmed uh, out of the squad for this weekend. Uh, maybe it's concrete shoulder for Owen Farrell, since he doesn't really know how to use it. Uh, so Owen Farrell has an ankle problem, and oh. George suffered a knee issue. Oh, okay, yeah, but I saw it's... Uh, was it Luke Dicky that came on against Australia? No, it was a young guy uh, making... Uh, like, okay, maybe. May have been his debut or early, like he's, he's a very young guy, I can't remember his name. Yeah, but uh, well, he's probably gonna start now. I feel um, bad for him, not, not the greatest front row to face in your start. Because um, the, the, the prop is also like super young because um, Ellis Genge got Bevan. Uh, yeah, yeah Bevan Rod, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that that's that's us not used to talk about this week's coming games and the week that has gone uh, I guess we'll start on Saturday in order of play from time Italy um, lost to Argentina at home 16-37 Ireland well, actually I'll, I'll talk about some of the other results firstly Portugal they put up a very good fight against Japan they beat Canada last week and they uh, I mean Japan won 38-25 but a very good showing 
uh, from Portugal. It's, it's good shit. France, they struggled a little bit in beating Georgia, 41-15. Uh, but look, the French got the victory. And then um, Wales, okay, the scoreline flatters them a bit, actually, because well, uh, Fiji had a red card and a yellow and another yellow. Uh, uh, I think they had three yellows? Three yellows. And a, lo- a last-minute intercept. Yeah. Not intercept, like, yeah, against yeah. the runner play. 38-23. But who, who scored the try? Yeah. Who scored the try for Fiji? Uh, they're number thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to see what will be next year's try of year, uh, just go find some highlights of the Fiji Wales game. Uh, they're a man down. It was the what? If you want to be a coach, you call it heads up rugby. It was really great. Um, and and I don't know. I, they're just way more fun to watch than Wales. Wales are so whingy and oh, the worst. The worst. The, you... the Fijian. The Fijian hooker. Not I he's getting. Yeah. He's getting snapped up by someone big soon, right? Unless he replays for like Toulouse. Yeah. He's been around for a while. Uh, he plays in England, I think. Um, but yeah, he was, he just, he had like so many turnovers. Um, he must have had the Dude, most. To me, he was, he was, he was, he was man of the match. Obviously, they gave it to like Reese Emmett or whatever. But yeah, Wales get, get the victory. I guess from the major games, we'll start with uh, England 32, Australia 15. Wasn't the greatest spectacle to watch. Uh, England were the deserved winners, as much as it hurts me to say that. Uh, they just they, they they were more more dominant over Australia. The scoreline did flatter them a little bit. Like Australia's best passage to play came right at the end, and then turn it over and they scored. In some ways, in some ways it flattered them, but it, mm. in other ways, because I think at half time it was like nine, twelve, or something like uh, that. Like 16, it was really 12, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but I, I, but then I was like. Like England are dominating, and they yeah. were four points up. Oh, you're right. But I, then, I let the scoreboard. But then weirdly, in the second half, Australia kind of played better, but yeah. England scored more points. Yeah. I well, look, England's opening trial is quite good. Uh, actually, forgive me, I don't know who played fullback. They scored in the third uh, minute. That was pretty, pretty scared, yeah. Yes, that, that was he's, that was. He's nice. super young. I think he's still 19 or 20, but he's oh. um, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, but I'm so tired of hearing about him from the bloody English commentator. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot written about him being like the next big thing. So, well, for we'll a... see, we'll see. We yeah. heard that before, so. But uh, the two stand out to me. No, one. No, no, no. Actually, I actually I feel sorry for young guys in England because the media hypes you so much that like you can never be the player they expect you to. be. Well, yeah, I mean, I know what you mean, because the, the media there is more just, you know, silly. But it happens everywhere, like if we think about Australia and the next Larkhams. And in South Africa, there's also a lot of pressure on if anyone's, like, decent at under-20 level. Mm. We just have such high expectations. But in England, yeah, I think you're right. It is, like, next level in terms of how much is written about them. Like, even Marcus Smith now. Uh, if he's not, if he's not like, you know, a world player of the year in the future, he's going to be a letdown. Yeah, uh, it's just, uh, more broadly speaking, it's just interesting seeing the turnover <clears throat> that Eddie Jones is going for. I think they're going to test their metal against us next week. Because uh, you were right, physically they were very dominant, mostly on the front foot. Um, but yeah, and Australia's discipline uh, let them down. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. They, I, I, I quite, I quite like playing teams after Australia though because. It's like teams are like, yeah, we're good at scrumming. Yeah, scrum, scrum, scrum. Scrumming's great. They scrum <laughs> once against us. Oh, fuck, we hate scrum. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know who it's also good. doesn't really like, like scrumming? It's like a false sense of security. New Zealand. New, Zealand. New Zealand don't seem to really like scrumming too. They lost to Ireland 29-20. Uh, that scoreline flattered New Zealand. I mean, Will Jordan helped create and score uh, excellent try. Um, and as did Dalton Papali'i, he also had a very good game. Probably one of the stand-up players of the game with Cody Taylor. Finishing off, but Ireland dominated that game. They had, I think it was 70% of the position. Uh, at New Zealand made yeah. Yeah, at, yeah. at half-time. New Zealand made twice or three times as many tackles. Um, and the tight five was exposed along its sensor. Did you think that pass that Rico gave to Akira was forward? Yes, I think it, yeah. um, it, it, it came um, it, it came out of the hands for it. I think it was pretty close, yeah, but uh, no, yeah, I think no, it was a fair call. I was I was, yeah. I was very surprised after the kick for posts. Apparently, that the it was one of the few opportunities the All Blacks were in the twenty-two, mm-hmm. and a typical All Blacks mentality. I thought, okay, they'll kick for the corner. 
that that seems to be the play. And yeah. they, went, they went for posts, which I found to be strange. It, both it, of, both it of their tries were long range. Mm. But this is but this is classic All Blacks. Like they're very talented, but they don't really think that much. Like <laughs> you know, not no no. But I mean, they. Well, you know, we've talked about this. They're a cricketing yeah. nation. They're not, you know, they don't really get rugby. Yeah, that's true. Um, the thing is, when they have to think, then I think they make bad decisions. I think their like natural no, like, intelligence is really their, good. So on the instinct, their they instincts the right are things. amazing. Yeah. yeah, their actual rugby brain. <laughs> because what they should have done there is just said, "Okay, listen, Ireland have been putting us under pressure for the last sixty minutes. Just keep the ball. Let's sit. Let's sit in there twenty-two for yeah. five minutes. Just." create this mentality shift, make them make some tackles, blah, blah, blah. To be honest, even at, at that point, if they had just done that, had like, you know, two walls collapse, then hit, you know, have two like long phases of the island defending, then even if Ireland had somehow turned it over, kicked for whatever, you know, kicked back to them, at that point, all the, the momentum's with the All Blacks. Like, but they don't, you know, they don't think like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, uh, Adam, they're, mm. they're tight forwards, especially. They just got shown up. And even the loose forwards, I think they don't have the balance right. Like, no, Foster, with, um, we've, we've been saying this for, I'd say, months now. He well, just... I, I, do not, I do not understand the Ardy at eight, then mm. Akira at blindside. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Why don't you put Akira at eight? Oh, they got someone better, Hoskins Satsutu. They should have him at eight, well, actually. They, they probably should, but they shouldn't have but, Adi at eight. No, agreed, agreed. Uh, but, but why are you playing two players out of position? Because <laughs> they, yeah, because um, the thing is about Papali, he's also really good in terms of like the n- amount of things that he gets through. Like he's yes. such a hard worker as well. But I think he's just also like to get the balance right when you have Severe and they, so. Blackadder's been playing, and yes. he's also like another grafter. Like he'll he'll, he'll tackle all day like, and he'll run all day. I like Blackadder at blindside because mm. I, I think they should go um, Audi at open side. Yeah, Blackadder at blindside, and then Satutu or Kira at mm. eight. Yeah, I think Satutu at eight for sure. Yeah, but then what that's do you do like, about Sam a, Kane? It's almost well, like. They need Kane back. Oh, yeah, yeah. But... I, forgot, I forgot about the captain. <laughs> well, he's not well, the... If, if, Sam Kane, if Sam Kane comes back, you play Ardy at blindside. Yeah, but the interesting thing about Sam Kane is he was named the captain up front, which I always yeah. think is a bit of a dangerous move. We mean, South Africa, I mean, bless John Smith. He should not probably in all real, in, in realism have gone to the World Cup in, in 2011. Uh, like, he was not part of our strongest front row. Maybe the leadership... But perhaps he'd like after the version Irish Lions series should have called it a day. It's it's a similar problem now that he named Kane, and then because of his injury, he had a very convenient way Foster to say, okay, well Ardy will be captain. Then Whitelock didn't travel to Australia, made Whitelock captain, and now now Kane didn't even start it because he's played no rugby. He's played like two one or two club games. It's almost new phone. Who does? You know, it's like <laughs> he's like, he can't even make the the twenty three, but um, Kane's I think he just brings the graft. I think, as you said, they did, they need more hard no, work. But he's on he's on the he's on the Pranutra box. So that's what counts. <laughs> is he? I, I don't know. I assume he's on the Pranutra. He I should don't know. be. No, no, Pranutra is a South African thing. So I don't oh, think he's on oh, okay. Well, I know, I know he's highly respected it, in New Zealand, so he brings that leadership. Yeah, but I mean, I was just reading through some of the stuff uh, comments, just seeing what the Kiwis are saying. And that's where, I mean, I think the one guy made a point, I did it, I don't know who it was, about the, their tight five. There's a few people, I imagine they're Crusaders haters, they don't really dig Cody Taylor, because his work in the tight isn't that great. And you guys got got guys like uh, Tokihau, I'm just trying to think who the other options are. But... I mean, Dan Coles is the backup, more often than not. Yeah, he's, Dan, not he's, Dan, he's not known for his tight play either. No. <laughs> um, and then there's Amua. No, he, he hasn't quite... Know who they need do you know who they need? Ash Dixon. <laughs> dude, yeah. dude, you're Ash so Dixon, right, though. Man. Ash Dixon, he's just the sort of mongrel that they need in that front row. I think Moody's past it, personally what, speaking. Who, who's that other blues hooker that you love, Adam? <laughs> oh, dude, James, well, James Parsons is retired. And, so, and, but you love Eklund, as well, don't you? Oh, good. Oh, Eklund. Bring... What did you call him? Kurt the Flirt? Or... Kurt, <laughs> he's he's an honest player. 
he's he's just he brings raw honesty in everything oh, he does because he's not he's not skilled. Now, I'm, I've made mistakes picking Eklund before. But uh, the, the one guy I was actually really disappointed, I think, especially after the Springboks yes. game where Eben was so like dominant, was Ritalik. Like It seems like since he's come back, he hasn't yes. been able to live up no. to his, and he, his form. And he, he came back from Japan, and he hasn't quite been the same player. So maybe he... Was, yeah, Eben's been... I don't think South Africa's were so lucky to have Eben and Smith uh, right now. It's probably the world's best luck. I just yeah, don't want to be people, corrected. People but. Say, Everyone panics about replacing the fullback. Replace, they're like, whatever, we'll find someone. That's our thing to replace our enforcing lock. Like, because we had Bucky's, it made Evan. Yeah. Not, not, it, it just seems like in South Africa, it's easier to find those yeah. sort of players. Yeah. Big, big locks, big blindsides. I, 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 I think uh, JJ found a mesh, but my issue is he's at the Sharks. The Sharks do not. <laughs> he left the Sharks, the actually. Yeah, he left. He's he went to France, yeah. so he's still young. Okay. To France. So okay, maybe he'll no, come that, back. That, that's yeah. that's no, I'm, no, I'm, no, a, I'm no, a fan I'm of this. Yeah. Uh, but then you're starting to look at guys like Ruben and Hearden, and, uh, but there's even J.D. Schlickling, he's been talking about a lot. He's had a few injury no, setbacks. No, Schlickling's a five, he's not a four. Oh, uh, no, that's true. No, that's the thing. Fours, you don't have many. And then, I mean, you've got a guy like Franco Mostat. Um, also, he's uh, a... Yeah. Well, he's a five and a half, really. Yeah, pretty much. Arche's name and more of a five could do a bit of a job of four. Even having got a Lord Diago. Well, I think I think Arche's name could play four. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just hope if he overcomes his injuries. Hey? I'm worried. It's AC. Yeah, yeah, nah, I'm a bit worried. We're getting into, we're getting into a bit of a Yako Creole kind of spiral. Oh uh, no! I wish I'd mentioned him. Yeah. Break, breaking hearts, bro. One of my yeah. one, one of my favorites. Uh, so, yeah, I, well, I, we haven't talked a lot about Arlen Caelan Doris. Uh, was excellent. Gary Ringrose definitely outpointed Rico. Oh, Caelan Doris is in my, he's in my fantasy. Side. I had him. I had him for I one or two weeks. I still don't really know what he looks like. I know his scrum cap looks like. Yeah. I can't picture his face. And he's played eight at full for Leinster. I saw, I saw Jamie Ritchie. I was like, oh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> uh, Hugo Keenan was very good at 15. James Lowe had a very good game. Made some comment off the game. I, I can't remember about styles. No one cares. James so, Lowe just, just ran to me chirp South Africa. I was like, what the fuck did we do to you, James Lowe? I feel like it must have been taken out of context or I something. So. It seems so random like <laughs> to just bring up South Africa in a random Well, you know what? Like I, I have no problem with South Africa being the heel of world rugby. We do much better that way. When everybody yeah. just hates us. Chasing, uh, the, chasing the title. No, no, more fun. Yeah. no, no I, I'm, bloody, I'm loving South Africa's current attitude. This is exactly what we're doing. You, you, you fucking make a plan. Yeah, that's what Squidge said. Oh, Squidge said, yeah. We're squealing a little bit. Squealing, sorry. Stealing from Squidge's <laughs> playbook. Uh, it's, you know it's Africa that bring... Uh, do, stop us. Stop us. And, okay, Australia did twice. Those... Fuck. God, how? 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 After, after watching that England game. Anyway. It's so unfair that we got we got peak Australia and now yeah. they're just shitting. Like, well, like why why do we bring out the best? Well, they had they had Karevi, they had Cooper. Oh, and, we'll and, of the year. and they had planned for us. This was apparently the thing. Like Dave Rennie's really good at like planning for specific matches. So yeah. he yeah. he made a plan just for the Springboks, and now he didn't have time because they're playing different teams every week. Yeah, and we and I, I don't have crap. I don't well. know if this is a real thing, but this is what I've read. No, but I guess Australia always, always suck. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Scotland. Why did he do that? It's a good question. He tried. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> he tried badly. Uh, South Africa 30. All for Scotland. I think we need to praise Ireland a bit more. No, that, uh, no they, were, they, were, they were fantastic. They were excellent. And, so, And I think all the guys you mentioned were either loose forwards or backline players. They're tied five. Yes. I mean... Obviously, we Stay said on. how shit the All Blacks type five were, but guys like Furlong and mm. Kelleher, mm. they were also really, really good. Yeah. But the thing is, you didn't really notice them as well because they were getting stuck in and like just standing on the wing like Cody Taylor. That's true. That's true. They really. <laughs> they Cody Taylor, job. he lives a fuck ton on the wing, hey? I mean, he still scored the nice try, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, got, he's got rent out there on the wing, even for the Crusaders. He's always. He missed a really bad tackle for the one that was it Doris who broke. Yes, through. that was that yeah. kind of watch. I, I love a midfield burst from a loose yeah. forward. It makes my day. Uh, but they're not like I, I, I really I slow. It. it is. It is one of my best things in rugby when a when a forward hits a gap and they're sort of a bit surprised. <laughs> yeah. And but when even even like a flank or an eight man when they hit a gap, like they're just like, oh fuck, I'm like oh, I haven't been tackled. 
Must, yeah. And then they sort of have this little like head up moment, and then they just gasp for the line, and it's and great. It, and it's always like the tall guys, yeah. yeah. They just use their stride, and it's like, wow, they actually look a lot quicker than you'd think. Hmm. So, well, so someone was saying in 2007, Bucky's Buerta had like the third fastest 100 meters time in the box. <laughs> no, no, that's that's so what? scary. Can you imagine what? Bucky's running? That sounds like an urban legend. Blowing. I don't know. Like you think about, it, he has stride and he has strong legs. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't take the conditioning into his later life, based on some of the adverts I've seen him in. Let's not no, let's, no, let's uh, not uh, get into that uh, territory. I reckon, I reckon age fifty. Sorry, his water is going to weigh more than one hundred fifty. Yes, someone someone <laughs> someone had to someone had to wear the Alex hat here. You know, uh, so he's not around, so someone had to step in. Better hope Bucky's wife is not on Twitter, Adam. Yeah, sorry. I mean, he's, I, I don't think he gives a cuck. Um, so, so good for him, specifically. So, come well, fuck Ben Stokes wouldn't come fight me. Why would Bucky? Like... Yeah, that's it's true. He, he, he couldn't care less. Uh, speaking of care less, um, you know, Finn Russell could have really won the Lions series against us. Or could he? The box won, 30-15. Um, I think the most controversial moment of the game, apart from a little bit of Angus Gardner's refereeing at the breakdown, was just the 39th-minute substitution of the front row. Um, some people were questioning it. I know Owen Kamani made some comments about it. Um, but it's Swester Brandon's studio. It's on, it's on the Supersports Tactical Show. He just noted that as a coach, you've got to get a feel for the game. He said it was pre-planned. I guess we all know that. Um, oh, I, I, I quite like it because what it was, it was just one last. Because basically, that was going to be the last mm, play of the half. Mm, yeah. So you just break, you, and you presume Scotland are going to maul. So what do you do? You bring on three fresh sets of legs, just you, to. It's it sort of. And do you not, know, to be yeah. honest, it, it almost worked apart exactly. from old Vincent Cockett rolled away. Like mm. it, was, it was almost like brilliant yeah. actually. Exactly. Mark's got his hands on the ball, and it was maybe like a fifty, maybe forty, sixty decision. Like he could have easily gone South Africa's way there. So then everyone would be like, "Oh my gosh, that yeah. was amazing! It's what a, what a move! What yeah, a maneuver!" Because got out of it really quickly as well. It was just like, yeah, it's like what else could he have done? Yeah, well, we, we, yeah, no, the, the, like, the thing is, Marx probably, well, the, the logic, Gardner's logic was Marx should have not kind of seen Cock and not gone for the ball, but. Yeah, uh, so, well, I mean, the world's two best front rows both play for the same team. I think my Matt might have uh, <laughs> made, made, made that comment. We are very fortunate to be I mean, best. So, yeah, who, who uh, would be third if you think about that? Like uh, Ireland or France, uh, maybe? Probably Ireland. Or England, or full choice? Uh, no. Georgia. 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 Yeah. Georgia. I just, sorry, just, we didn't mention... Brazil. Didn't, mention... didn't Brazil have a really good scrum? There was that video going around. Anyway, sorry, Kara. Yeah, yeah no, I just, we didn't mention the news that the, the, the uh, Ben mentioned that Super Rugby Pacific, the fixtures are out, and the first round's going to be, to be taking place in Melbourne. So No, second round. Is it the second round? I thought it was the first round. Because they said the first match is going to be played at uh, Moana Pacifica's home stadium in Auckland. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Details, details, Adam. When, when, when does it start? Uh, February, I don't have the date in front of me. I, I'm taking guess February 18th, based on what I looked at earlier. But I do stand to be corrected. But it, it should be kiff. So, uh, going back to Scotland SA, uh, my pimpy scored two tries. Lacker, uh, Damien de Allender had another good game. Kanye Am had another good game. I mean, we, we remember, there was a very good tweet. I think it was you, Phil, who shared it um, about Billy. What was it, though? I can't remember all of a sudden. It was real black and white stuff. Oh, it, it was the one where... Oh, it wasn't the video of Rassi saying to Vili, kicked him, kicked him, he's cocked, Vili, he's cocked. <laughs> well, that, that's great, too. <laughs> so so who who was he talking about? Was he talking about Hog or was he talking about one of the wings? I was, I was maybe thinking it must, have, it, must, it must have been It must have been Duan. Yeah. Like, I can't see... Yeah. And well, Duan is we, pretty cracked under the ball. Come on. No, no, like, physically he's good, but, like, if there's going to be an Oku's out of position, it's fucking Duan. He's a space dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, the two the biggest concerns for me for the game, um, just again, the performance of first Yankees, though uh, Jacques Nibanaba isn't that concerned. Though I do hope that Corbis Ranoch gets a start against England. I think he's deserved it. And just our inability to score tries when you would expect us to score tries and not from turnover ball. You mm-hmm. know, when we work our way 
two to twenty-two, and we can't crack open a team's defense. It's been a bit of an issue for a while now. I, 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 was, I was thinking about this. Do you think we should just bring the drop goal back? Yeah, and Probably. Elton's pretty good at drop goals. If you're playing Elton, we saw him like, nail like, that like, one. Like, 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 why, why not? Why, why doesn't that be our thing? We just go to the twenty because we're going to get into the twenty-two. It's just the sort of the getting over the try line thing when the you just know the <laughs> open play. <laughs> I, I think it's just backing the rolling mall and then. But then you got to realize if they if they're actually countering it pretty well, then like you say do something else but again it's one of those things which we're maybe not so good at deviating away from the pre-planned you know script so yeah but uh, you know it's it's a weird thing because i never i always find when when we're in the 22 it's either pick up and go or just like high risk uh, high reward play like you know like a little chip over or a cross kick or a there's never like a sensible sort of okay why don't we just you know have have the runner come off 10 instead of 9 or just you know have the fly half pass then loop or you know kind of the a move you would use sort of in the midfield and sort of the uh, you know the the middle of the field you know if you just want to gain 10 meters before you kick or whatever yeah, it's like, like it, there's just it, not like enough of a plan. I think it's when you watch the URC, it's the biggest difference between um, our teams and mm-hmm. all the teams we're playing against. Like in general play, they have plans for every part of the field. And so the, even in, if it's like the 10th phase, you'll see like the Scarlets or Leinster or whoever, like they're doing a move because they know where to do it. Where Whereas if we have sustained like, position it's just going wide to wide or doing like not even doing like simple moves it's just passing and hoping for the best and it's i think to some degree it happens at springbok level too i think we're a bit better but like we still just don't have enough of a concerted plan when we have more possession yeah do do you know who we need we need we need paul true because remember he was the phases four to infinite coach it's (laughs) (laughs) gosh yeah but you think, like, because I think Stick is our backline coach. I don't mm. know if the attacking coach. So, and especially with Elton then starting at 10 this weekend, I was a little bit disappointed. Like, he didn't do anything wrong, but I was just hoping that he would have put his hand up and just been a bit more, like, you know, making something happen from 10. Yeah, and also just playing, um, well, yeah, just, sorry, I have to kind of piggybacking your point for that. He plays uh, closer to, I guess, the defensive line. Because Pollard sits quite far back. Um, as does Vidiru to an extent, but generally Elton, at his best, is when he's playing with the defense right up in front of him, mm-hmm. and he yeah. waits like very much quite Cooper esque. He just uh, pops little passes and stuff, and, and looks for gaps for other players. That's when I feel he's at his best. He's very yeah. very good at it. But maybe with the <clears throat> excuse me, the Bach game plan, the game plan is the game plan. South yeah. Africa is very much a systems oriented team, so it works for us. Um, it's, it's a little bit irritated though because. Alton pretending to be Pollard. Oh. They're better players who can pretend to be Pollard. They're yeah, players and it, who would be better at. And it's the same with same Pollard. with Herschel to some extent, right? Like yes. Herschel pretending to be Faf. You know Herschel's good at his own game, but now he's trying to do something which he's not suited to, and he looks like shit. And it's, I mean, it's, it, you are gonna be harsh on him because he's playing like you know not really badly. But at the same time, you have to have a little bit of like sympathy because you know if he was playing a game which is more suited to his strengths, he wouldn't look half as bad. Yeah, uh, I think you made a very good point. That's why he's been very poor. Even I've said that uh, Herschel's got a lot to learn about playing in the northern hemisphere, and in fairness, Quibus Rhinoch does play in the northern hemisphere. But it's was a scarlet legend. Scarlet legend. <laughs> I, 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 I think his 17 minutes came in South Africa though when they were touring here and they needed like a an emergency uh, loan. Yeah, so um, I just feel like he's getting worse though. I'm like I, I, I can forgive a guy if he's had a poor game, but again, the like, I've never played rugby or in the northern <laughs> hemisphere. But why does your service slow down? Kicking is kicking. I can understand the fields are softer, etc. But why does the service slow down? That's generally one of his... He's very good at sniping. And when he's at his best, he gets to the rack quickly and he throws a quick pass. His service has gotten slower. Um, again, maybe it's about the game plan. 
play a sort of tempo. That's what Farid Dupre Farid Dupre never really had quick service, but he played at a good tempo that the team could play too, in a sense. So, I don't know. I said, oh, the, the coaches know what they're I, doing. I think a lot, of it, a lot of it's controlling the pace of the game. Yes, that's, that's yeah, by tempo. I guess that's what I mean. Say, say the defensive line set. Say, say you make a run. You don't commit multiple defenders to the to the ruck. You don't break the line. You don't, you know, like probably 80, 90% of runs that are made, you know, you just, do, you know, you try, it doesn't come off. There's no real point in the scrum off rushing over and, you know, buzzing one straight to the fly off at that point. Because hmm. yeah. at that point, the defense is line set. You're just moving into it faster and less prepared. But, yeah, I think maybe it's an acknowledgement. I think Fuss very good at it that, he kind of he plays at a pretty relaxed pace, and then mm. you know when he's got a good kind of feel for maybe maybe it's not him, maybe it's Valida Rule or whatever screaming. Okay, it's on now. But you know it's like the the sort of the sense of when to go fast, which mm. is crazy because if you think how Fuff started when he first broke through at the Lions, he was the guy who was like always at 120 percent, like running around like almost like a headless chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's become like the complete opposite of the way that he started. Well, and, and that could be in part playing in England, be molded, yeah, sure. molded for, yeah. for sale. Uh, I, think, I think definitely improved. I mean. Yeah, well, actually, I forgot to. I guess about that Kiwi game. Perinara played the whole eighty minutes. I was quite surprised when Christie didn't come on because Brad Weber was carrying a knock. It's most likely Aaron Smith. He's flown all the way there now. He will start. I just chose the, just such a stark difference. Aaron Smith is the world's best scrum half. Maybe if I can compete him at his best, but for what he does for New Zealand, their pace of play. This is a comparison point. They need that quick service to get on the front foot. South yeah, Africa, we I, don't necessarily. I don't, think, so. I don't think Aaron's sort of done much because they didn't have the fucking ball. Yeah, but I mean, it's the hardest thing. I like even yeah. even the loose forwards. I mean, I said they didn't have the balance right earlier, but like again, when your tight five is just getting pushed right. back so mm-hmm. much, then it, it's everything becomes so much harder. And the same obviously goes for yeah, the scrum. Because every ruck. Island made every ruck a battle. Yeah. Well, that's how you beat them. Like, like, they, hmm. like, like, they didn't give New Zealand the, the, the quick ball they wanted. So it was just like, uh, so I don't even know if Smith would have made such a difference. He's king with And then Perinara is a better defensive fly off than Smith. Yeah, but he, his kicking, his box kicking isn't that great. But I guess this goes to show. Uh, you, you imagine that New Zealand have tons of depth everywhere, and they don't necessarily. Not like South Africa um, in certain positions. I mean, I, I, I don't even want to talk much about Scotland. They scored, uh, they scored a couple of tries and everything. But overall, comfortable win. For, for uh, um, I've actually, I've actually banned, I've, I've, I've banned James from watching rugby because the two times he appeared, Scotland scored both times. I'm just like, oh. no. He must think Hog is just like the best thing. If yeah. He just turned yeah. the TV and he sees Hog scoring tries. The leading try scorer ever for Scotland now, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. Well, he's a good player. Uh, I, I, he's a very, very good player. Uh, he suits Scotland, so I won't tune him. But um, yeah, I'm glad it was a, it was a pretty comfortable win. Um, I, I don't like it when it's close against teams like Scotland. So. We're a bit tight for time. Big one against England coming up. England going to be a bit different. They're missing a few key players. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, Ben. This, this this won't be a selection conversation, per se. <laughs> just any just any changes you'd like to see. I've already mentioned Ranoch. I'd like Elton to start again, just because Andre Pollard has been a little bit off color. Um, any 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 other changes you'd like to make? I mean, the, the front rows to me, could, I know they're not interchangeable, but they could be interchangeable in my mind. So I'm not bothered which group of front rows starts i don't know i don't know how long <laughs> just imagine trying to say that five ten years ago oh it doesn't matter which front row starts um Bismarck, uh, I, 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 I like um the the current because mm. i feel marks is more of a finisher than bongi and and kitschoff is also a really good impact yeah, kitschoff is good against the tiring pack because he's more of a threat over the ball that's true I think I might like to see so, Lurt yeah. come in because Lurt didn't mm. start right. He, he was yes. benched this week. Yeah, I think that'll give um, him a bit of a rest. Would you would you say would you say we beef it up then? Would you say we go Eber, Lurt, and Mostert, and then Quacker can go chill? <sighs> it's also hard to drop Quacker. Mm. I think we almost want to keep yes. that continuity with Khaleesi, Quacker, 
and Dwayne going again. I think maybe no, only, I, only I just think if they if they play if they play Curry and Underhill, yeah, you can beef it if up. If you chuck Boston in there, suddenly our yeah. our back row has like sixty kgs on theirs, which is yeah. you know significant. Yeah, but you're losing a little bit of mobility. I've been very impressed with Quacha um, over the course of this tour. Actually, um, no, 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 no. Like honestly, I think Quacha's playing his best rugby. Yeah, but it, but and, if you and, and, honestly, when Quacha first got picked for the Springboks, like you know, I'm a Lions fan. I like Quacha as well. I was like, this is this is flash in the pan. Like he's, you know, like I was. If someone told me, what's he got now? About 15 Springbok caps. Good, good question. Actually, uh, I'll tell you. But not many. He doesn't have many. When he got yeah. picked, I was like, okay, cool. This is like an experiment, and like I can't see this experiment going well. But yeah. you know, he's so he's so bloody determined. That, I mean, I know, think he, even in the no World one, Cup, no one told him that, yeah. yeah, even in the World Cup, people criticised him because he didn't make as much of an impact against you know like the Minnow teams, um, whoever South Africa played in their group. But he's not really the type of guy who's going to. He's not like, like a bully. Yeah, he's not going to be, like, super obvious, but he's everywhere. He's the type of guy who's going to, like we said earlier, just cover every blade of grass mm-hmm. just through his work ethic alone. Especially especially with him and Khaleesi now, who is no yeah. longer a luxury player, it's official. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's upgraded, for sure. Uh, no, 16 no, caps. Khaleesi also covers so much. 16. 16, one, six, yeah. What did I say, 15? Yeah. I'm, I'm on it today, apart from Alton John. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't make too many other changes. Pretty much. Uh, it should be a good we, game. England would is you keep tough. Krill in if ah. is available. Anyone? I mean, Krill wasn't bad. I think no, he, he was I, we better, he have was better to. than the previous week. I don't know. We kind of have to in a way. Uh, I would have loved to see Fassi play against Scotland, but I wouldn't pick him against England. That seems a bit rough. Um, and of course he. Do you think it actually just? It, Creel probably just because I wouldn't want to make that change now. But if Nkosi hadn't had that uh, passport issue, do you think he would be Creel right now, having played yeah. a few tests? Uh, I think so, but at the same time, it's hard with Creel because he's dro- obviously dropped out of favor so much. He used to be the starting 13. Mm. And it almost feels like they have a sense of loyalty to him as well. Yeah, I guess I would keep him, but if Nkosi came in at 14, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Who would? No, what? Two Lang was like fourteen, eh? Yeah. He he wasn't really. So he he was he had fourteen on his back, but he was playing thirteen more. Like he was he was playing sort of like that Julian Sevilla wing position where you don't really stay on the wing. You and because they, they had Slade at style. yeah, because they had Slade at thirteen, but then Slade was moving to fullback. And so Tuilagi was going to like center, and then yeah, it was all just very weird. Like I think he was trying something different, and it sort of sort well, of yeah, worked. It, yeah, fair enough, but but I'm I'm just thinking if you, but the, I, I don't think we I don't think you got a plan for like Tuilagi. Like he's not, no. he's not bloody uh, Nadolo. Like you don't have to I think make a plan for him. You just yeah. And I think he's also lost a little bit of his bulk. He's not as big as he was a few years ago. Apparently, he's all muscle. I'll take your word for it. Adam. Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, okay. So, a quick prediction for the game? Because Pimpy is all like wire or something. Because <laughs> he's all tries. He's just made of tries. He's all tries. I mean, he scores tries for a living. That's literally his job description. I, I, I can't see South Africa not dominating up front again, to be honest. I especially so. if England have those injuries. So I think it will be relatively close, but mm. it will be one of those games where it shouldn't be as close because South Africa are doing more, but England are going to stay in it. So I would say South Africa by five. Mm. No, I agree. Um, we're just a horrible team to play against. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Ben, uh, your prediction? I agree with you, Phil. That sounds about right. Uh, ben? I don't think we've been playing that well, but then again, like I think England rely on forward ascendancy so much that if they don't get it, I can't see them really. I can't see them having a sort of an alternate plan to. I'm sure they're trying to make one, 
but but it, you know it's very hard to plan if you're if sort of your you kind of know your pack's going to get dominated a bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Ben Young's will start again, but I do not rate him all that much. Uh, England have lacked the fly. Well, Ben Young's used to be quite good, but they've just he kind of hasn't progressed, and they just don't really have anyone else. Maybe Marcus Smith should retread as a scrum half. <laughs> it, it does seem weird that they're hanging on to Ben Youngs. For, like he's old and he's just not that good. I think there probably are better options. They just also they're just not willing well, to let him well, go. Well, that Willie Hines, Willie Hines. Yeah, he's yeah. But he's not much younger because he's no. kind of we came from New Zealand. Yeah, he was at the Crusaders for years. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, sort of then I he think, kind of so yeah, he must be. I think they have. I think his name's Rappy Quirk, who's like the next best young player coming through. He plays for Sale, so we'll see, because he's still like 20. But he's just behind Fuff then. So Fuff's yeah. just Fuff stopping the development of English rugby. What a hero. <laughs> he's doing his job. Uh, I, I mean, Pierce Schumann, sorry, we were talking about development or lack thereof. Uh, he didn't do very well in the scrums, did he? Someone just oh, Matt, Matt asked me to Pierce, note that. Would Pierce Schumann make the Springboks? No. No, he wouldn't. Even, like, he Even wasn't... The Bulls. <laughs> he wasn't, like, close to making it when he was here. You know, like, like, this is the thing. Everyone's like, oh, surprise, Pierce Schumann do- dominated. Not really. No. If he was in South Africa, he would be, like, the 12th best prop or something. So, yeah, obviously yeah, he's going to get he, fucked. He'd struggle to get game time with the Bulls. I, and I, I, I don't yeah. think... Duan would make the Springboks either. And same, no. same with the Irish Museum players. Like no. James Lowe was really good, but he didn't make All Blacks when he was there. Oh, that was and an he's... injustice. I was a massive. I was on the James Lowe hype train. I mean, I am a huge fan. <laughs> of <laughs> James Lowe. James Lowe isn't the kind of. Just think about. It, he was competing with Ben Smith essentially. Oh uh, yeah, he was unlucky. He was really fucking but unlucky. He's, he's also like he's just not that. Like he's improved now, and it's even being an island. But he's just not that good of a defensive wing. And being like an international, or when you're yeah. against guys like Ben Smith, you need to be, yeah, like almost perfect. And we're talking about the awesome Ben Smith, not Twitter Ben Smith. In the Hanson model, they played effectively another fullback at at wing. And James Lowe, like, he can kick a ball a long way, but he's not really a fullback. He's a wing. No, he's a wing. No, no, he's... he's yes, that was never a long way. I mean, Jamison Gibson Park, um, he's turned yeah, into no a good player. He's turned into a good player for Ireland, in a sense. It's just, well, the comment was made earlier, the level of coaching journey speaking, and this is where some say Foster's falling short in the Northern Hemisphere is of a high quality. Not the highest quality, but of a high quality. So they can take... Raw players from South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, wherever it may be, and make them somewhat better. Not Pierre Schoolman, but uh, people. No, but I'm, I'm, Pierre Schoolman's probably better than he would have been if he stayed in South Africa. No, that's true. It's true. Yeah, for um, sure. Now, that's why I don't, I don't bemoan anybody going overseas to play Test rugby for another country. That's no, no, that's world rugby's rugby. problem. Yeah, uh, I, I would I would be pissed off if someone like trying to think who like our, our next sort of young, if like Fussy went overseas, I'd mm. be bleak. I mean, like, Stander is probably the most obvious example, yes. right? Like, he was SA under 20. He's probably still going to make frameworks if he stayed, but chose to go. Yeah. But again, for him, he's now come back to South Africa. So it makes you wonder. He's come back to South Africa, moved back to George. We assume bought a massive farm, or whatever it may have been. And it's just, yeah. Can you count? To, I mean, he played for Ireland and lived there, etc. But now he's back in South Africa. Ruben Pinar, he would have probably stayed in Ulster if he hadn't been kicked out. I mean, I know when they spoke to, to on Use It or Lose It, when they brought it up, you could see he was bleak about it, you know. Um, yeah. But anyway, getting ahead of myself. Do you, do, so. you remember, do you remember Robbie Dyack? Robbie Dyack? Yes, sir. Like loose forward, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I for, for profit. Yeah, so, so, so he, he, went to, he went to my class. And then he... So actually, if, if Kenya... If Kian Nock starts for Ireland, which it looks like he probably will quite soon. At some point. My yeah. class would... My class would have had the same amount of guys representing Ireland that they would have had Springboks. <laughs> Classic. Because <laughs> uh, they, who do they have? They have Lambie. Is it Ross Grenier? Oh well, no, actually, fuck no, because we've got Ross Grenier. Yeah. And uh, how can you forget about Red Ross? He was in my he was in my year as well. Fuck. Ross Grenier, was he in your year? Oh, yeah. oh, he, was in my, he was in my, he was in my Afrikaans class. Uh, small, small world. 
on that bombshell, jeez, you know Ross Cunier from school days. So that's, uh, that's the biggest revelation of this podcast. I feel like his upper confidence have improved being at the Lions. Yeah, he, 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 was, he was definitely not like her because he wasn't my, my class for Afrikaans. Afrikaans <laughs> was sweet, so he definitely wasn't. Uh, oh, I, think I, was the, I think I was in the second class for Afrikaans, but then my class was had very poor Afrikaans. I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, you're in the middle of a... Uh, we were in the, the last British colony. Yeah, there. the Midlands, bro. So I was going to say, I, I, yeah. So uh, on that note, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up for this episode of Elite Rugby Bands. If you have been listening, thank you very much for doing so. Uh, ben, thank you, thank you for joining us and bringing your hot takes. It's always appreciated. Sure, it's good. It's good to it's good to be back. I'm glad to kind of nah, normalise my life. No, it's, it's much appreciated. And Phil, uh, as always, really appreciate your insights uh, and your time. Uh, no yeah, thanks. thanks. Thanks for, for having me. Through. Yeah. Always good to be here. And uh, and for me, yes, if you have been listening, thank you so much. It's always appreciated. We will be back next week talking about how South Africa beat England. <laughs>